Welcome to So Gross, Such Point, Much Blank. The little concern about the film Gross Point Blank. The, today we're going... Today we're continuing our minute-by-minute minute discussion of the movie with our look at Blake Collier, my partner, and the Martin to my Marcella. Blake, how you doing? <laughs> doing good. How about you? Doing all right. Excited. We were just talking off – well, we were on mic, but talking off recording about this this minute having some seams yes. this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it'll be uh, and so here. Oh, go ahead. It'll be fascinating to explore uh, if if we have similar scenes or if, or if we're in completely different arenas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be so. Th- th- this scene just kind of wraps up the well, almost completely wraps up yeah. the discussion between Martin and Grocer. Again, the the breaks in these scenes they just don't fall yeah, on minutes no, for they us. Do not. And so our next one is going to have like one one little blip of the end of that scene. Yeah. Um. But we get. But for me, this is the bit where it runs out of steam. So, you know, we've we've got our little bit of backstory um, here. Grocer really gets into his his offer of the little concern and how much he's wants to kind of bully Martin into joining up. And Martin doesn't want to. And mm-hmm. and they trade some weird dialogue. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you what stands out for you in this scene? Well, I, I I'm I'm assuming that the dialogue you're speaking of is, is the father figure uh, exchange. Uh <laughs> That's <laughs> one know, of them. Yeah. Well, so, uh, I, I'm, you know, Martin says, uh, I guess you're going to be the president of this concern or maybe just a father figure to me. And, uh, and Dan Aykroyd, uh, grocer says, well, I'll give you a spanking, you know? <laughs> so, so I want to point out, cause this is where a seam happens, but it's, it, it's, it's kind of enjoyable to see this seam for me. Okay. Simply because if you watch right after uh, Grocer says, uh, I'll give you a spanking, you can see this chuckle on John <laughs> Cusack's face. And I think that I don't think that was meant to be there. Um, yeah. and, and I think this is I think this is a moment where for better or worse. And, and I would imagine you're you're going to lean more on the worse side. This is probably an improv uh, moment where they just really just let it go. They let the two of them just, you know, improv off of each other. And I think the fact that you see that reaction on John Cusack's face in a couple of spots in this minute shows that he's trying to hold himself back <laughs> from just losing it. Uh, because Dan Aykroyd is just going full blast. He's, yeah, he's just yeah. letting it rip. Like he, yeah. he, you know, just taking whatever comes and, and, and just stepping over the line consistently. <laughs> and so, um, yes, but so it works for you. Well, it, so it doesn't work for the film. Okay. But there's, there's a certain amount of there just as an extra textual element. I, I enjoy watching actors have joy. And, okay. and I think, and I, I see that in that scene that they're just mm-hmm. enjoying themselves having like doing this, this dialogue and, and sparring. And, yeah. and so I enjoy it. I don't think it's good for the film. Um, yeah. I think it kind of, like I said, it's a scene uh, it, and you can see where the actual methodology of the acting is, is happening and, and it yeah, kind of takes you out, but on the same level, like, yeah, I've seen this movie so many times. Like it's almost just become part of the milieu of of uh, of the film. So, what about you? Yeah, um, I I saw that too, and it mm-hmm. did definitely feel clearly like they yeah. were they were improving. The problem for for me is just I mean it's a weird line, and yeah. it's not the only bit. I I feel like this entire 
I feel like this entire bit, uh, they run out of steam yeah. uh, during this minute. Uh, everything, the list of assassins is goofy, but yep. that feels like it comes from a different, a, a different movie. Yeah. I mean, it feels clearly like to me that that Aykroyd's riffing and driving the scene, yeah. and Cusack's hanging on with him, mm-hmm. which is partially a problem because, um, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a problem that we see Martin break like this, because at the end of this scene is the first time we see kind of Martin exasperated, and yeah. uh, which is is key for the theme of the movie. Um, so maybe that's okay. Um, but the the interactions between the two of them are so good the previous minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's so tight. They're they're totally simpatico. And then the the the, the scene shifts and it becomes uh, Ackroyd driving it and mm-hmm. and and, and Cusack kind of hanging on and responding. And it goes into absurd areas in a yeah. way that don't quite work. Yeah. It just I, I wish Armitage had a slightly slightly stronger hand there. Um, yeah, yeah, and and especially if you take it in within the the realm of all the dialogue of the film, it yeah. is so tight and like the the lines yeah. are quick, but yeah. they're they're tight and you, yeah. they don't do any more than they have to. And this this scene feels um, luxurious within the realm yes. of, of of that. And, and and I mean, if you had knocked down this dialogue, it would have taken away what maybe 20 seconds yeah <laughs> 30 yeah. seconds tops of yep. this movie and yep. so yeah and 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 while you know you it's it's fun to watch dan Aykroyd just be inc- insane it it, yeah. it does take away from the the tightness of the film and and the dialogue and and part of me is curious how that interaction like what the what the interaction between the you know armitage and pink and cusack and and producers like what that interaction looked like because if they really did film three types of like three versions of most every scene yeah where it's like under under and then normal and then over the top like what did that look like how did they choose (laughs) i hope this wasn't the under one (laughs) yeah exactly no kidding (laughs) well and i I would almost have like i would almost expect this this had to be the over the top one just because it it felt so improv um, yep, it it feels loosely connected, but sure. only loosely. <laughs> and so, well, I mean, there's important stuff there because it sets up the tension of of yeah. of Russell wanting being a little bit more stronghand yeah. about uh, about um wanting Martin to join, and so that's that's an important tension for the film, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. uh, it, it needs to happen, uh, especially the way that the plot's going to unfold later on when we head to the climax. So. That's important that yeah. that and, and shortly we're going to get to the <laughs> the the scoop to job yes. um, that increases things. So there's important information there. It's just boy, it 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 kills the fronting for me. That yeah. great dance that previous minutes, um, that great back and forth. It just Ackroyd wins the scene in a way that doesn't it sh- shifts the movie for me. Yeah, no, I can totally see that. I can totally that see said. That. I do love Cusack's get what, get back. Like, <laughs> no, that's, it's that's, a nonsense line, but I really like the delivery of it. Well, and it's iconic. I mean, for, yeah. for the longest time when I watched this film, that was the one line that always came to mind when I thought about this film. Get what, oh, really? get back. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> because it's so, it's so Martin blank. I mean, if you think about his yeah. character, like it's, it's, it probably has meaning to him that has meaning to no one else. <laughs> like, yes. Yep, exactly. So, right. uh, and and that sounds that, so cool the way he says it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And then, you know, uh, and Price, secondarily, uh, it was Bing Bing Bang Popcorn would be another oh, line that was like tied to it, which down. happens, you know, right after he says, get what, get back. <laughs> yeah. And he's Dan Aykroyd just being Dan Aykroyd. Like, and and that's the beauty of, of seeing people like Aykroyd, you know, these people that yeah. have been in, in comedy and improv for so long. It, yeah. It's so natural to them just to go yeah. to these weird places. Yeah. Um, and so so one thing I want to I want to I've never figured this part out. Uh, <laughs> and 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 he says, uh, I mean, I, I know that there's explanations that could be made for it. But whenever uh, Martin turns down the concern uh, that mm-hmm. Grocer's putting out there, he says, you know, everyone gets a second chance. This is chance yeah. two for you. And yeah. so it kind of makes you wonder, well, what was chance number one? Or is he just saying that to be intimidating? <laughs> oh, I believe there's got to be a chance. I mean, and I hope it's not just the tanks, you know, mm-hmm. but, but we already talked about how they have they have history. And yes. one of the things I really admire about this is the way that. It doesn't go really into the details no. of the history. So yeah. I just took it as, you know, these guys are both professionals who respect one another but don't like one another. Yeah. And, and don't and, trust one another. <laughs> and don't definitely don't trust one another. Yeah. And so that was a um that was that's just a reference to that that backstory, yeah. which yep. I'm glad is not in there. Yes. I I, yeah. I for me I got as much as I needed from yep. that chance number two. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, so just because I know that Cusack had some of this stuff going on kind of in the background of making this film, um, mm-hmm. I think this also sets up the uh, the economic elements of, of kind of yep. what he's doing with the whole film, that this whole, whole idea of unionizing uh, yep. this like industry, murder industry, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's he's talking about the uh, they're talking about the Soviet the Soviet bloc collapse and the markets <laughs> yeah. flooding and and all yeah. this stuff and you get the sense that like this is part of what's going on with this film is that it's it's talking about the mechanization of murder yeah like this is how yep. we get the Blackwaters this is how we get yep. the you know for profit security and and and, and military uh, paramilitary um, yep. institutions and and which. He goes on with War Inc. to uh, to yep. discover in even more uh, obtuse ways, I would say. <laughs> um, I and love so, War yeah. Inc. Don't say a bad word about War oh, Inc. Oh no, I love it. I love it. But it's 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 nothing but it's not subtle. <laughs> oh, oh goodness, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, you're totally right. So, that's what's so, that's exactly what's happening there. Yeah, so I think I, I think that's there's a there's that element of it is important to yeah. just at least undergird some of the the ideal uh parts of of what he's going for in this film yeah Um, because Mm -hmm. being a super political you know kind of guy himself Mm -hmm. he never talks about anything but the political aspects of this film like it's yeah that's what he does and and so to him anything that deals with like you know identity or like personal relationship or anything like that he just like it's it's there but he's just like whatever i i I talk about like why we are constantly warring with each other. <laughs> so. yeah. Which to be so, fair, it's there. Yeah. It um, is. So it's very much I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. But this is kind it, of the first hint that, that, that that's kind of undergirding a lot of the, the, the undertone of this, yeah. of this film. So, um, yeah. So I, I actually looked up some of these uh, names that they throw out as far as, oh, really? yeah, just to <laughs> see if there was any kind of 
ties uh, or anything like that. I mean, the only one that that really comes up is uh, the Ecstasy guys. Uh, which, yeah, I don't like those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and that's just because they're after the fall of of of, of the of the wall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you had you know kind of the dissolution of of the the Stasi, um, which is basically the uh, the KGB or the CIA mm-hmm. of Germany, mm-hmm. and so. Um, whenever that kind of got dissolved, then you have all these mercenaries kind of hanging yeah. out that are still working, but they're working for private industry, uh, private yeah. people. So, um, yeah, but really the Marenghi brothers, uh, and then the, the quote unquote, butch Filipino ladies, the Queens yeah. of the hotel hit stabbers. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. really find, I couldn't really find <laughs> much, uh, that really tied them to anything specific in, in the history. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's. I think I think it's just the 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 quickness of that dialogue that that makes it entertaining. But yeah, that's about it. It, it really doesn't add a whole lot. Uh, yeah, to the to actual story. So I took that as accurate, just riffing. Yeah, you know, just exactly. just goofy list of assassins that mm-hmm. you can throw out there, and and I mean it's it's building on the on the market issues that you're talking about before. Yeah. but um, and and it's and if you really like, it, it's popular these days to talk about world building. Um, yeah, and and, and in a, in a way, I could see a world where this had been a lot more successful. The film, yeah. and you introduce these kind of like, kind of <laughs> foreign kind of characters, and and I could see yeah. a Smoking Aces kind of sequel being. Made. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly when in my notes I there wrote there, but it feels like this comes from a different movie. Yeah, and exactly. Smoking Aces is exactly the movie. Yeah, that I'm exactly. Thinking yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a fascinating little. Uh, little minute um that has it's 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 probably one of the most uneven minutes we'll probably hit if i have guess so definitely yeah it's the, it's one of the it's the roughest one we've had so far for me yeah where, exactly um and and i i'm glad that <laughs> i like Aykroyd generally but this is he cannot wear his welcome and for mm-hmm. me he's out wearing his welcome in this yeah like i said a little bit a little bit more of a strong hand by armitage i think that would be a much stronger yeah. scene but i I get the enjoyment of it, <laughs> which is fine because you think about Armitage's other films, and he's never been one to uh, wax philosophically for long periods of time with his characters. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Hitman. I felt the same thing though. That yeah. I mean, not wax philosophically, but yeah. um, it, it was very improv-y, yeah, and I felt that yeah. watching it. In fact, I could I, see that. I talked about how I would have liked it if he would have tightened things up a little bit. Which maybe he was I mean, giving himself all... an homage. <laughs> He's like, yes. you remember that other film I did called Hitman? <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit. This this scene's gonna be a little bit of an homage to that. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else you want to talk about with this minute? Just this. Um, okay. We're talking about the uh, the life is full of second chances mm-hmm. thing, um, which kind of sets up the the identity and the regret theme that's yeah. going to become bigger later on. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that's part of it too. You yeah. know, is that. Uh, 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 Martin doesn't see at this point that he's got a second chance yeah. uh, quite yet, and that but that's going to be an important part later on. So I, I think that's worth that was a real subtle bump mm-hmm. of that part in there. Yeah, no, for sure. And 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 I think I think the fact that he basically the whole film is him recognizing that the, this is his second chance, and yeah. and you only get two chances, like Grosser says. And yeah. so if you don't take this chance then either it's, yeah. it's either going to be death or basically the death of the soul. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're just going to yep. turn into a full machine. And so, yep. uh, 
yeah so i yeah i think that's a that's a very good uh kind of double meaning in that scene yeah as far as how how that kind of reads into the rest of the film so that's all for so gross such point much blank this week we've been your hosts blake collier and joe george and remember this podcast is us breathing Thank you for listening to So Gross, Such Point, Much Blank on the Film Inquiry Network. If you like what you've heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a positive review. Every bit of feedback helps us do more of what we do. Our podcast theme music comes from Jans. You can find more of Jans's work at jansofficial.com. Our podcast outro music comes from Jeff Hansen, and our podcast artwork comes from Jeff Wyrick. You can follow us on social media, such as Facebook and Twitter, at so gross Pod, and that's gross with an E. You can follow Blake at Lost in Osmosis, and you can follow Joe at J-A-George-I-I. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to join us next week for more So Gross, Such Point, Much Blank. Hey, 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 bing, 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 bang. Popcorn. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>